of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. May his grace and his blessing be with us now and unto the age of all ages, amen. Good morning, blessed first Sunday uh, of the month of Abib. And before we begin the homily, I wanted again to congratulate Javier, who was baptized today with the name of uh, St. Moses the Black. Uh, we're very thankful and we're very joyful to receive you into the church. So welcome, brother. Uh, I wanted to speak today of meditation on the gospel. I think we saw the calling of the apostles, a very difficult call, one that will have suffering and rejection. And I was thinking about this, having my daughter being born one week and 30 minutes ago, and having these thoughts about how it seems the world is rejecting suffering and is trying in every which way to make sure that we are very comfortable. What, what does that have to do with a newborn? Well, when we brought Olympia home, I found uh, this, this light on, the, on, my, on our table and I asked, what does this light do? And Lauren tells me, the light sings. I said, what kind of light sings? She says, her night light sings, okay. And then I find a new chair. I ask, what, what is the purpose of this chair? The chair will dance and then it will also sing. I'm like, what, what kind of chair is that? And we get a camera to watch her, and the camera also sings, and it has lights as well. I'm like, oh, what, why do we have so many things, furniture in our house that sings now? But then she starts to complain about the bed. Oh, Olympia is not happy in the bed. Why? Because it doesn't sing and it doesn't dance. And it turns out someone in the family had a singing and dancing bed, and now we have a singing and dancing bed. And I'm thinking, what has this done to my relationship with my daughter? Well, for the first few days before the bed was able to sing and dance, whenever she cried in the middle of the night, I would need to hold her and console her. And I had no idea why is she crying? Does she need to poop? Is she hungry? I, I have no clue. Or is she just anxious? I have no idea, but I have to go around the house and I have to hold her, I have to console her. But now that the bed can sing, and dance, I no longer console her in the same way. I no longer have to hold her in the same way because the bed will do all those things. And it struck me that times of suffering are not moments where God is neglecting us, but rather are opportunities for us to grow closer with God. In those moments that she was suffering, for whatever reason it was, I was holding her, I was with her, I was learning and she was learning as well essentially getting to know one another and there was a depth of a relationship there i think when we see the crucified lord we see who one one who is not absent from suffering but rather one who is right there with us and we wonder well what is the point of suffering what is the benefit of such what does it do to a christian and why do we see in the monastic tradition, many who go out and seek suffering. Is it because the body is bad, like what the Gnostics say? No, the, the body is fine. The body is actually a companion of the soul for salvation. And in the last day, at the general resurrection, the body resurrects along with the soul, either for a resurrection of life or a resurrection of condemnation. So they're partners. So then why the hardship? Why is that? Because the church recognizes 
that going through hardships, that learning virtues of self-control allows us to grow in sanctification and holiness to be more like Christ. I mean, our St. Arsenios, for example, about the 5th century, a tutor of the emperor's children was living in a palace, and he decided, I can't grow here, and he left to the desert and asked the Lord what to do. It would be that he would need to be silent. Well, approaching his deathbed, he was found on a little mattress, like a little pad. And this monk is looking at him and is thinking, man, this Arsenios, you're supposed to be a monk. Why is it that you're, you have this, this, this mattress? And someone asked him, what were you before you were a monk? The monk replied, I was a shepherd. He said, did you have a bed? No, 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 shepherds sleep on the floor. Well, this Arsenios, who you're judging, who's on a mattress, a little mattress, came from a place where gold and silk were placed on the walls. And why did he leave such things? Because he knew that in his current condition, where he was, he would not attain holiness the same way he would had he had struggling. St. Macarius the Great was praying, Lord, show me one who is more perfect than me. So the Lord directs him to go to a house. So he knocks on the door, and who answers is a woman. And he starts speaking to her, and eventually she says, My sister and I married two brothers, and we live together raising their kids, but we're both really distressed because there's been no fighting, there's been no quarrel, there's been no problem at all. We think God has forgotten us. Incredible. They didn't think since things are going good, God must be blessing them. They look at those like Job and others who have struggled and said, we're not struggling. Is there something wrong with us? And that's who God showed to St. Macarius. These ladies are much more holy than you are, although he is a monk and a disciple of St. Antony. Now, what I find most interesting, what I've, I've learned in this past week, I've learned an object, it it neither sings nor dances, but it's far more effective than any of the other devices we have, and it's called a pacifier. And this pacifier, small apparatus, if I shove it in her mouth, she'll be silent. It doesn't matter if she pooped, or she's hungry, or if she's tired, or if she's hurt, any condition she's in, she's silent because she is being pacified. But the problem is still there. If she went to the bathroom on herself, then there's still something to surprise us in her diaper. And I found it so interesting because I think I am not so different. The kinds of sins and the kind of addictions that we have, but we find ways to pacify ourselves. Whether that be, I don't know, through status, through career, through accomplishments, could be through addiction. There are many means, a lot of quick fixes, that can help us, I guess, forget about whatever, whatever sin or whatever addiction, whatever evil there is. But just because we've forgotten it in the moment doesn't mean it's disappeared. Now, what's most interesting that I've learned is that when I go to remove her diaper and she's naked, She's screaming, and I think she hates me, because I'm now I'm associated with the guy that takes off the diaper, but I, I have to clean her, and I put on a new diaper, and she feels much better. And I think uh, much as 
the same way in our relationship with God insofar that there, there is something deep within. We do call God to remove it. And sometimes there is a lot of insecurities that are going to be revealed. There's a lot of our inner person that must be exposed. But when these things are exposed to God, it's not an exposure leading to shame, but rather it's exposed to be healed. Kind of like going to a surgery. You can open up the wound so the doctor can go in and he can make the repair. And ultimately, what we then see is that Christ is not far from our suffering, but rather when, when we find ourselves in the condition, like the apostles in the, in the gospel today, the Lord called the 70 and told them these things, called them out. It wasn't because he was calling them to go away, to come back to him, to give a report, but rather that they were participating in his work. Because as we see with the Lord, the same thing happened to him. He was rejected. Eventually, he was killed. He was crucified. He suffered. But yes, he died, but he also resurrected. We're called to do the same thing. So although society may not want us to suffer, that's because society wants us to forget about our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom is due all glory and honor with his good Father and the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God forever. Amen.